Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I guess we're live. We're 14 minutes and 12 seconds into live. So I guess let's yeah. get this bitch going. Yeah. Uh, first day. Uh, July 9th, 2018. This is the ANSF August. Uh, ANSSFC Power Hour. Yeah, I'll go ahead and start it off. Let's roll. Welcome, brothers and sisters within the United States and around the world. I'm your co-host tonight, transmitting from the center of hell um, throughout the world. Uh, my name is SSJD. Uh, brother SS Mel is at the helm tonight, and we're going to talk about um, white privilege. What is white privilege? Really, is there such a thing? No. The only privilege I know, and I think anybody else is white, is I have the right to remain silent. If I give up that right, anything I say can and will be used against me. I have, to, I have the right to an attorney. If I can't afford one, a public pretender will be appointed to me. I have the right to be prosecuted under the RICO Act. I have the right to be charged with a hate crime. All this because I'm white. And that's a fucking privilege. Thank you, bleeding heart liberals, for making me so proudly white. Yeah. Well. Are you using your computer? Are you are you using your phone or your computer? I'm using my phone. Wow. Yeah. I'm on, well, I'm on the computer. <laughs> they have these sandbaggers out there in uh, uh, Arizona. They've taken random and kids in school. Is that white privilege? No. Stealing our children? No, that's not white privilege. That's not white power. Down and we found these guys and we did something about it to be a hate crime. You know, the Indians got it best. They, uh, they have these hats called native pride. 
But I, begin, I guarantee you, Mel, one thing is for sure, that if I was to wear a white pride hat around, I'd be ridiculed, tarred, and feathered. I mean, I, I just don't. I, I just don't get today's society. I mean, the Jew uh, mongrel media, the fake news, and everybody else has turned the tides against us in such a fashion that um, you know I don't know if we'll ever be able to recuperate back to not the glory days, but the days where it was. Oh fuck is that? That was me and friends with two people connected. Wow. But, yeah. Uh, microphone so Wow. Well, you know, like I said, I, I just don't know about this uh, white power bullshit and white, you know, white pride. And, uh, you know, the white man's on uh, on unlevel on, uh, ground as far as I'm concerned. Um, but here's the thing, Mel. Uh, in today's society, there is so much reverse racism that uh, they call us racist. But, I mean, the reverse racism is far larger than who we are or what we are. And I see it every day, you know, uh, it, it reverse racism is, is also called white guilt. Am I guilty of anything? No, fuck no. Did I have a slave? No. Did I put any, any uh, ethnic background down? Hold, did I hold them down? Did I put their head underwater? Did I, uh, you know, waterboard them? Did I do anything to keep somebody from being what they, whatever they can do and being the best at what they can do? Did I do any of that? No. So why is there white guilt? I'm not guilty of fucking anything other than being white. But these motherfuckers now... Yeah, but these, these motherfuckers nowadays are... Oh, look at that poor black homeless man. Hey, that motherfucker sleeps in, you know, made the bed he sleeps in. Now, how do you know he's poor? That motherfucker's probably got a Lexus and lives in fucking upscale neighborhood. How do you know? How do you know he's uh, how do you know he's poor? Yo. Poor neighborhood. Well, no, I'm just talking about the bums on the corner, uh, you know, soliciting money. I mean, it's been so horrendous out here in the center of nowhere that uh, you can't stop at a stoplight without getting hit up by a bum. Yeah. Yeah, switchblades, switchblades are legal out here. I had a bum literally stick his head in the window and ask for some change and i clicked that switchblade and i said you put your head any further in here i'm gonna fucking cut your goddamn neck off yeah 
Who the fuck are you to fucking invade my privacy? Who the fuck are you to put your head in my window? Right. Uh, like I, I don't know, but you know, since I'm white, no, probably not. That people on a switchblade was probably a fucking hate crime. Uh, I think you have the right to block it. No, like I said, we got the right to remain silent. <laughs> you know the drill, Mel. We all know the drill. Hey, what do you think of this uh, movie that they got coming out of JC? About what? That black clansman. You know, I, I'm gonna, I, let me let me tell you a little story. There is uh, white masons and there's black masons. The white masons have their own lodges. The black masons have their own lodges. The black masons have been for years trying to infiltrate the white mason lodges because they're better than the black mason lodges. The masons don't want the white masons don't want anything to do with it. Is that racist? In today's society, it is. But yet there is still white mason lodges and black mason lodges. Um, does that make it right? Yeah, you damn right. That makes it right. But I mean, what it really comes down to is why does everything that we have, another racial background wants a part of it? If our country is not the best country in the world, why is everybody here? If our country is not the best, they're all up in arms about that nice, beautiful wall because then it'd be harder for them to get their family in. Right. Big, beautiful wall. Hey, you know, you know the misconception. You know the misconception about how uh, the Mexican president says he's not paying for that wall, and Trump says he is paying for that wall. You know where the misconception is. Well, I mean, the misconception is is Mexico owes us billions of dollars. We're going to build a wall. And we're going to take their oil or something. You know what I mean? The government, the government over there owns the oil. The government over there owns everything. They keep their people in poverty. They're going to pay for the wall. Regardless, and that's that's where the misconception is. It's basically we're going to take something of value to them in order to take what they owe us and what what it's going to take to build that wall. Who did?
I'm not hearing I'm not hearing you very well, bro. What they did is they explained all these different uh government smaller agencies and, and changed them all up to Muslims and Obama all into them and kicked the white people out. That's what's wrong with our government. Now that all these governments have got any type of say these uh office agencies are uh all Voted down with Muslims and everything, so they're going to be picking who comes next into these department agencies and stuff like that. Right. Well, we paid millions of dollars to mosques, you know, where they're their holy church to get information on radicals, and they have yet to turn over one radical. So we're paying millions of dollars. To these mosques that they that, you know their religious place of um worship we, we pay for you know i mean we've paid untold millions and they have yet to come up with one radical i find that just a pure waste of money same thing goes for iran it was a pure waste of money You know, uh, I haven't heard anything about Iran or Iran, the Iranian pre uh, president threatening us anymore. Have you? I mean, I haven't really been keeping up with the news, but I think that being a front page of a newspaper, the Iranian government fucking said something about uh, doing something to America. I think Trump made it very clear on Twitter or whatever, whatever he uses uh, that uh, the, the the wrath of the United States will be like no other ever seen before. Which is good. Right. People don't understand that people people don't understand other countries right now are afraid of us. Due to the mere fact that hey, we launched how many Tomahawk missiles in Siberia or wherever that fucking uh Dumbass that use chemical agents on uh, on uh, just you know their citizens. And then today I did see in the news that um, uh, that there are sanctions against Russia right now that uh, Trump really didn't want to push through because he's trying to get a rapport with the Kremlin um, for their for their use of chemical uh, chemical uh, weapons. Um, against the uh, the couple of ambassadors that were over there. Yeah, so there's sanctions against uh, Russia right now that uh, you know, Trump didn't want, but they got they got it through anyway. Right. So that and i guess yesterday or today uh trump's uh in-laws were sworn in as united states citizens do you see that on the news no i've been going out of the house all day i mean all day long i haven't i i, I listen to the car radio but it's going to use yeah well uh trump's in-laws uh melania's uh, mother and father 
were sworn in as United States citizens today, which I think is good. It, you know, that's a that's a that's a plus. Uh, Melania uh, was married to Trump in 2005. I think she got her citizenship in 2006. Um, but they did it. They did it the way they should. It should have been done um, legally. I mean, uh, both Melania's parents live in New York, I guess, and both of them had green card status and were legal to be residents here. That's the way it should be. Not these bleeding heart fucking liberals that just want to bring in everybody and give sanctuary cities, you know, put a toll on the uh, food stamp program, the uh, well, you know, welfare program as far as med Medicare, Medicaid, or state, state, you know, medical. Uh, insurance. Uh, I mean, I, I don't agree with that. If you come to this country, you should you should uh, you should be an immigrant, and you should you know work your way towards um, your U.S. citizenship. Guess we lost Mel. <laughs> okay. But uh, no, Melania Trump's. Uh, Father and mother were sworn in today, is uh, or yesterday. I don't remember because my days run together because I work too many hours. As United States citizens and with the green card status, but you know that that's that's the way it's supposed to be. Not just jumping the border and then expecting all these rights and you know oh well we can't we can't uh, split your kids up because uh, well you know that that's immoral but yet, you know uh, our president Dennis McGiffin goes to prison he didn't get to keep his kids with him in, in the same cell uh, and he's a U.S. citizen I mean there's just uh, the, the liberal left is it, such bleeding hearts that are costing taxpayers billions of dollars a year and nobody even recognizes it nobody even acknowledges it but we gotta we gotta save this group we gotta save that group we gotta do this we gotta do that we gotta uh we gotta save the white owl spotted white owl up in oregon so you can't cut trees in this area which pretty much fucked oregon's economy back in the 90s and 2000s um because they couldn't, they couldn't, you know, mill. They couldn't cut down trees because of this it, almost extinct white spotted owl. And it's like, you know, really. There's other alternatives to things in life, and we never look at the alternative. We always just go for the. Stop! Uh, put my ear bud, bud back in. We always, we we never look for the alternative. We always just go for the extreme. But, I mean, if somebody wants to call in, you're more than welcome to. We're still trying to hash out this uh, new country program. Uh, obviously, I lost Mel. Hopefully, he calls back in. If not, it's going to be a short show anyway because I'm just wore out.
Um, as far as the economy is going, um, it's probably comparable with the economy of Ronald Reagan as far as job creation, as far as uh, as far as unemployment rates, you know, I think we're down below what three percent or somewhere around there. Uh, you know, just yeah, Trump's a businessman. He knows what it takes to get the economy rolling. You know, he's he's probably not ever going to go down as the best president in, in the United States history because he can't get everything he wants passed. But he's going to go down in history is the first president to ever talk to North Korea, the first president to get our men and men and women from North Korean battlefields remains sent back to the United States. They do the same thing for South Korea. I mean, nobody's done that. This has been a hot spot since Clinton was in office. Ever since Kim Jong-un took over, it's been a hot spot and basically a spot that nobody really wanted to mess with but you know one one meeting with um, you know president trump and kim jong-un you know, we we have a, a few things on on the board now if demobilization does come about then i would consider that comparable to gorbachev dropping the wall when ronald reagan was elected president Because North Korea is an imminent threat. North Korea does have technology to have inter, uh, ICBMs. And they could put warheads on these ICBMs and anything in the United States. Um, it's, you know, people don't understand, you know, uh, that. Uh, you have one person in North Korea that's got his switch on his switch on his finger on the switch, and you have Trump that's got his finger on the switch too. That's where the unease the, the, the uneasiness comes from. That's where things turn into reality, and this is where I mean, hell, Trump said, "Hey, I, I we're going to cancel this summit with uh, North Korea because." Basically, I guess, you know, his ambassadors and <coughs> cabinet members and everything else said, oh, Kim Jong-un is not going to go for this or go for that or go for this. Well, let's just cancel. Part of an art of a deal. It's kind of like the only thing I could really compare it to is like you go to a car lot. You find this awesome car that you want to buy. And the son of the bitches want you to pay $10,000 more than it's worth. And uh, so you walk away. You come back the next day. Then it drops. Oh, now they only want $5,000 more than it's worth. So you walk away. 
and eventually they're going to give you the deal that you originally proposed if you do that enough. Yeah. I've done it. Can you hear me now, J.D.? Yeah, barely. Yeah, I'm in my bedroom now. I'm on the... See if I can... Uh, see if I connect my audio up that hill. It might make it echo. Any better? Yeah, but I can barely hear you. I turned my microphone on on the computer, too. Man, might be my headphones. I don't know. Um, oh, yeah, that's a lot better. Yeah, it's echoing all right. Yeah. I muted myself. How's that? Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, we'll use it like that then. Yeah, I lost you there for a few minutes. I had to hook my phone up in my bedroom. I ain't got no bars in the living room, and I got the last back here so I can run the show. Could you hear me? Yeah, it sounds like your pit bull's pissed off or something. JD? Yeah, I hear Trump is going to be uh, the the unemployment rate and the uh, GDP and everything else is equivalent to Ronald Reagan as far as um, as far as unemployment. And then also um, Reagan was the one they had Gorbachev drop the wall, get rid of the wall. You remember that speech? Yeah. 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 Now, now we have um, now we have um, Trump in there, and he's got he's got North Korea giving back um, American soldiers bone you know remains. Uh, he's giving back the the remains of United States soldiers. He's giving back the remains of uh, Korean soldiers. Korean War. Yeah, from the Korean War, but I mean, you know, there there's a lot of people that I've seen on the news that had actually given the government their DNA, so if they ever did retrieve their bones, you know, this was a decade ago that they did that, if they ever retrieved their bones or remains, that they would be able to scientifically prove if it was their, their, their kin or not, and to me, uh, you know, Everybody criticizes Trump for Trump for what he does, but you know you got two you got two people that's got their fingers on the switch. You got Trump, which is already 
pushed that thing. It's already triggered that fucking switch. When he went in after that regime and bombed their air base, which, you know, didn't really do a lot of damage, but I, I think it was just a, uh, it was just an insult to injury. You know what I mean? You're launching Tomahawk missiles off an aircraft carrier. Uh, the Siberian regime or whoever, who, who is that son of a bitch? I forget his damn name, but, uh, you know who I'm talking about. Use chemical weapons against his own people. But uh, and is supported by Russia. But <clears throat> we'll see about that. Yeah. Uh, is it Bashar Al Bashar? No. I mean, any dictator that's willing to use chemical weapons on his own people is a is a fucking idiot to begin with. Uh, now, yeah, Hussein was killed his own people. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, here's the here's the thing, Mel. You have two Democratic presidents are just drawing a line in the sand, saying you cross this line, we're we're going to take action. And then when the people crossed the line, they didn't do they didn't do anything. There was no repercussions. Um, we draw the line, you know. If um, if uh, Trump draws a line in the sand, and you come within ten foot of that line, you're getting bombed. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm thinking it's pretty. I'm pretty sure it's Al Bashar. Uh, that uh, we bombed his regime, and he, we need him out of office uh, because he's using chemical warfare. I could be wrong. Like I said, I worked so many hours, and uh, my back's fucked up. So I'm on some medication tonight that it's probably going to slur my speech here in a little bit, and uh, I'm hurting like a son of a bitch because all them assholes that out, went out there and abused opioids. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. I'm on fucking Advil 800 milligrams. Woohoo. Strong shit, buddy. Let me tell you, you assholes. time to time can use that medication to help heal i no longer yeah. have that i i no longer have that luxury Most people out, out, out here in the, out, out here in the midwest they you got to be dying in order to get you know a lower tap 2.5 or a lower tap 5. heaven forbid you get a lower like, tap 10. it's kind of like uh uh good fellas and bad fellas with guns right <laughs> uh, you got yeah. good people with pain and bad people with pain that use abuse drugs. Don't tell 
Well, you know, and uh, I mean, I'm using a tinge unit. I'm doing everything that I possibly can with the medication that I do have. It just. Uh, uh, well, it became uh, a it, it became an epidemic. The uh, uh, what is it? The uh, uh, Cheyenne and uh, it's two tribes out here that do, are are suing the opioid manu the two major opioid manufacturers because they said it um, demoralized their uh, their their, their freaking uh, tribe. Uh, so now they got a lawsuit against it. it I mean, so it's eventually it's going to be non-existent. I mean, but there are legitimate people out there that need it, and it's not 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 a, really a necessity. It's just just for a healing process. It's not to get high and you know be all you know. And, I mean, there's some people out there doing buying oxycodone. You know that are supposed to last a day, and they're snorting five or six or smoking it or whatever the fuck they do with it, and that's where the abuse yeah. came from. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you're saying, man. I see it happen to a lot of people. I mean, it happens to good people. They even, I mean, they you know, you get on that pain medication for a while. And, well, the doctor don't slowly milk you off of you takes it away, and then the next thing you know, they're downtown in the streets trying to buy somebody's prescription or, uh, you know, the worst case scenario is they turn to heroin. Uh, uh, and then and it all starts off with a broken leg or a broken arm, a full muscle, you know what I mean? And then, I don't know. My whole time lower back's blown out, bro. I mean, there's there's days I can't hardly stand. Right. Well, the next thing you know, like I said, that some of those people they resort to heroin, uh, stuff like that, to or whatever they can get their hands on to make Talking to somebody today, you know, the, the uh, ATF is now the ATFE, alcohol, tobacco, and explosives. So now it's going to be the ATFEM, alcohol, tobacco, alcohol, tobacco, alcohol, tobacco, firearms, explosives, and marijuana. Explosives and marijuana. Yeah, so it's going to have to be the ATFEM. <laughs> you know, uh, back to explosives, I, I really was touching down on these Muslims that went out to the desert in Arizona. Had all these children out there training them to, uh, with assault weapons to do school shootings. And it all stemmed from the school boy that came up just in Georgia. 
how they've only charged these people with, uh, like, uh, putting children in dangerous positions uh, and shit like that. How come they charged them with a terrorist act? Or mob action or anything like that. I mean, hell. Yeah, well, no, they were teaching the kids to do school shootings. That's a terrorist act. Why ain't they brought them up? I mean, they got them in jail. Of course they do. But, I mean, uh, what they need to do is find out who was funding these Muslims out in the desert. I mean, was it these Democrats that that keep blaming these shootings on guns that want to take our guns away from us? I mean, I can't have guns already, but I sure wouldn't mind if six of my neighbors stood up with guns when when a crowd of... uh, I wanted to come down the front of the road and drop the farmhouse on the door. See, there's a, uh, yeah, there's a, uh, you know, uh, here in Oklahoma, they just passed some medical marijuana uh, where, you know, if, you're, if your doctor prescribed you medical marijuana, now they pass it to where they can actually have smokable. Do you know if you have a medical marijuana card that they strip you of your Second Amendment rights? Yes. And Arkansas just passed medical marijuana, but if you want to be able to use it, you have to sign a paper waiving your rights for guns. Yeah, it's a federal law. So, I mean, yeah, everybody's all, oh, yeah, hey, we're getting medical marijuana, but y'all, yeah, how many damn. Uh, People stoned have actually gone out and killed somebody. Man, nothing I've ever heard of. I've made it have a drink. A lot of people get drunk and make a bad decision. Right. But, uh. Yeah, federal, federal law. You get a medical marijuana card, you give up your guns. That is the truth. Why is that? Well, silence the smile. They want to silence everybody. Uh, that was the whole deal. With, I wish we could get James Watson on here. Uh, boy, that sucks. I'm not prepared on this laptop. I need my own laptop to be able to pull this off. But uh, I guess we'll just... Uh, I'd like to try to get get a hold of James uh, on that private line of ours. Uh, he can call into the show and give him a call that number to change. Uh, maybe he could uh, feed in on that a little bit on what he wrote. Yeah, that'd be awesome.
have all names because I don't have none of my information on this laptop. Yeah, I'm working on it. All right. Uh, I was talking to him on the phone the other day, and uh, oh, we got into that a little bit. He was discussing it, but he, we talked about the moment. And uh, I really thought it was kind of interesting that we could got on here kind of explained all on radio. Uh, yeah, uh Ace is uh doing real good, man. He's uh, I just talked to him yesterday, man. I haven't talked to him in a while and this year. And we bullshit it for about an hour in the morning. And uh he was talking about these different government agencies that Obama took all the leadership and filled them with Muslims and sandbaggers and shit and uh, omitted the men and got rid of the rest of the guys. Now, the whole, that's the whole problem with the government because all these it's run by all these uh, talent. Right. Yeah, he made a big thing on it. James Allen on Facebook. Uh, he could go to his page and read it. Uh, it's just a box. Quite long, but it's really good. It's telling us how the Obama era, the real legacy was how he took over all these small agencies off buildings. And they're the people that really, you know, Give information to the government. They're, they're now they're, they're filled with uh, Muslims and shit. Yeah, I'm seeing if he's going to reply back or not. <clears throat> did we have uh, no? Did we have black and white on uh, Steve Bowers as far as the federal snitch? Uh, Do you remember Steve Bowers? Yeah. Yeah, don't we have black and white on as far as he's a federal snitch? Uh, I believe so somewhere. Huh? I believe so somewhere. Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, snitch, man. That's all there is to it. Steve, what's his powers as we go fighting front to back clan out of uh, all there, just on the other side, Pennsylvania, Ohio area. There was a clan, real fucked up, looks like he'll bad eyes over there. Run with the hairy shark tone, and those guys pulling together over there. Uh, Rebel Knights or something like that, possibly. I can't keep him straight. He, he's a uh, he's a club hopper, you know. Might be in the NFM right now. Steve Nuchotsky, or and then he goes by Steve Powers. He's a couple of different names. Yeah, I had a picture of him standing with the uh, federal marshal when I went to Tennessee and uh, uh, to that Klan rally. 
and uh, he was over there standing with all the federal marshals wearing his sample uh, plot coat. I got a couple good pictures of him. He tried to hide. But uh, I do have the pictures of that Steve Bauer standing with federal marshal as a marshal. I think he was studying the plan because it wasn't even two years later. Next thing you know, his name comes out. And I've seen his picture with his name. He's just got one of those faces that you can't miss, you know. And... Uh, I pulled out my picture and I put that, I posted it on his page and uh, sure as shit that was him, guys. He is a federal agent. I got pictures of him standing with the vet. Behind the line with the cop, getting ready to shake us all down before we got on the bus and pulled him out. He's a federal agent. Okay, hello, James. Uh, he's at his mom's. He's on his way home, so he'll be calling in here in about 20 minutes. Yeah, I seen that document you sent me the other day. Was that the same Steve Bowers? Yeah. Oh, no shit. Well, how many Bowers do you know? That, that's what I was thinking, man. Uh, I sent it to RJ, too. I seen that. RJ kind of knew the guy that Powers had sworn in. What the fuck is he swearing them into? I don't know. Something of the order of the werewolf. Ooh. Order of the werewolf. Well, this some uh, bitch got a hold of me, and I took I it, emailed him back a couple times uh, off the website page. <coughs> and then um, he got kind of salty with me when I told him, you know, when he sent me that picture of, uh, you know, that I'm not going to say what organization it is because. I uh, really don't want to get into it with them right now. I mean, if they, if they want some fucking beef, I got a knife, we can slice it. But um, it kind of scares those type of people off when you tell them you're going to do a background check on them. Especially they don't want something to come about. You know, well, like they got I mean, yeah, but this this guy had that 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 plaque or you know piece of paper signed by Bowers, and I'm like, hey, man. If I was you, I'd burn that motherfucker. Yeah. Said, well, he, he got he got by a federal agent. I bet he had you download some books and shit too. It's probably got a Trojan horse. No, I didn't. Uh, I downloaded everything on the website. We're good. Yeah, like the UKA when they had you download their. They don't want to give you your books. They want you to download the handbook. When you download the fucking handbook. It's a Trojan horse, and they're sucking up all the information they can out of your computer. Right. Yeah, when I got my new security and pinpointed it, where it was coming from, the Trojan horse, and it was the basic clan handbook that they had me download. So they they slipped a back door in their little download for you. Yeah, they did. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I didn't download anything. You know, I mean, whatever I downloaded was on the internet and uh, on a site, so it's pretty secure. So I wouldn't worry about it. But um, no, I, I, I got this guy pretty pissed off when he when I said, "Well, I'd burn that motherfucker if I was you." 
Steve Powers is a fucking fucking is a fucking snitch. Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. You're you're fucking wrong. You can suck my dick and eh, whatever, dude. I I fucking know damn well he's a fucking snitch. You've been in this and you've been in this you've been in the so-called movement since the 70s, and you don't know Steve Powers a fucking snitch. You're dumber than I thought. Yeah. Uh, and it's always nice when we can bust them out, you know. And like I said, we always do background checks. So that's, that's what really scares a lot of these guys off. Because we, in this day and age, you know, it's the computer age. You wouldn't believe how much information you could find out on a person. And usually if you dig hard enough, you can find out whether a guy snitched or not. Or whatever it may be, maybe a child molester, maybe a, you know, why would you want to bring a guy into your group that's, that's charged with residential burglary or burglary six or eight times in a row? Every time he gets out, he does it again. Right. right back in. I mean, you wouldn't want to bring that type of guy around your people. You wouldn't want to bring a child molester around your people. You want to know the type of people that you're dealing with. I mean, it's just, like I said, the technology age. Just as well as you got to dig that hard to find them, that's how well they they bury them to hide them. And I mean, uh, <laughs> and, and with the computer, it really helps the government hide their stitches a lot better. I mean, but once you run a guy's name and start learning how to uh, attack me, uh, just, just about figure out anything you want. All right, big time. Yeah, and we seem to have the technique. <laughs> and it's all part of the black and silver solution. Uh, like this movie that's come out, Lanson, where this nigger got together with a cop in Colorado and made a fake ID and had a white cop meet the Klansman for him and everything and, and let this nigger be a card-carrying Klansman. Now, that won't work for us because uh, you do have to meet us. You do have to participate within our club three or four times a year. We really get to know you. And uh, uh, if you was a nigger, we would know it. They're trying to say they did this to David Duke, but it sounds more like Frank Anacona. Oh, yeah. I've known most of these people's names like this. Oh, I remember about 10 years ago when we first started this show. Man, some of these names I didn't even know, and some of these people. But after time, I have to deal with stuff and get to know the players. Get to know their names like Steve Powers, Frank Anacone. I mean, uh, you know who's good, you know who's bad. All the clubs talk on each other out there. They, I've noticed all these clan groups. Uh, for one, a true clan group don't talk bad about another clan group. Number two, uh, the clan is heard, not seen. <laughs> right, well, yeah, they they forgot about both of them, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, and, and 
that's all it is. What they're trying to do is round up the good white people that might make a stand and, and, you know, use them for what they can, it seems like. I hear it all the time. Uh, they, you know, we, we use Gulette uh, uh, all the time with, you know, the inmates. He takes their money and don't think they're called. These poor boys, they, you know, make $10, $12 a month if they're lucky, and they spend most of that money, and then they take it, save what they can and buy a phone card so that they can call out and running up your family and friends' phone bill. And then you go to call old Goulet to talk to the leader, what you think is the leader of the Aryan nation, and the cocksucker won't even take your call. You send him stamps and money. I mean, and that's the, I mean, the least he can do is take your call and say hello and give you five minutes of time. Right. And that's just how bad it is. I mean, these guys just, a lot of them just want your fucking money, and then they don't care what you do or what you call yourself, what rank you appoint yourself to be. They got even, like, what is an NFM, your 555 director or something right off the top. Just send in your $35 a year. What do they send you? Maybe a little paper. Or probably now it's a fucking email once a, a month. And they yeah. just hit the, a one button and send it all. Boom. Okay, send me another 35 I mean, come on, man. That ain't doing nothing. That's a paper membership. And then, well, we've seen him on con. Comedy Central, he looked like a dumbass. Then we see this number two guy with a sand nigger in his house. Who was he? He left this sand nigger in his room. I just did a little fun on YouTube. And second in command for the NFM, and he's got this sand nigger in his house watching movies with kids sitting on the sand nigger's lap and they're sitting at the table eating together. That is not fucking white power. No. Oh, man. Not at all. Oh, and then the other day talking to James, of course he told me some stuff that I can't even talk about it so bad. And, uh, fucking, it, it just, I can't believe these guys out there the white power, that claim it's white power. I mean, if people could just learn how to do it, good technique to look somebody up. And they if all the leaders of these groups before they got involved with them. This group may not be that damn big. Yeah, that's true. I mean oh. any anybody can call in and yell white power on the corner behind it. A pack of police. Come on, man. That don't even look cool when you got the cops standing out there in front protecting you. I mean, that's like swinging over a guy's shoulder and hitting another guy in the face. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. Dirty fucking pool, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's bullshit. I mean, how the fuck do they get away with it? I, I, and then the other groups like, uh, you know, there was another 
new group I seen the other day, somebody brought to my attention. Uh, looks like my jailhouse patch on the back. Oh, something motherhood. I'm pretty salty about it. And when I look it up, the ADL promotes them like uh, like an advertisement. Like they're good. Go get them up. Why the hell would anybody get involved with those guys if the ADL saying they're good? <laughs> I guess too. I don't mean prior to the NSSMC, NSSMC affairs, but do you give voice stress, recruits voice stress analysis test? No, nah, we, we, just, we just have a lie detector. I mean, is that good enough? Yes, too? Yeah, we got a lie detector machine. <laughs> you know, the way that really. When we say we're going to put them on the lie detector, man, there's a bug out. You never see them again. <laughs> yeah, anything wrong, they're going to go, they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've gotten pretty good on how to use it. Yeah. yeah and we know, when, cool. we, we know when they call bullshit. Yeah. I mean, it's just the shit, man. I mean, that's what it comes down to. I mean, you know, the standard of truth. And I mean, if, if you're going to have good brothers and you're all going to stand together, you do have to have a standard of truth. And you can't be lying to each other and facing the club and each other's in your, in your, uh, each other's lives off lies. Hey. Hey, you know, always want to I'll break up to be. I mean, it's sometimes the truth sucks. I can speak to the truth, right? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had a good old day today. A little bit of driving around the area, checking some shit out. Uh, in and out, stores. Back uh. out on Checking out the area. Uh, it was a long day, man. I, I'm, I'm just sitting back waiting for my truck heads to come in. I can't wait for them. Uh, I took them over and I wanted them both cleaned out, which you've seen how clean the motor was. And then uh, uh, a valve job. I think uh, he's building. Hey, Pete's actually been able to pull it off for 150 bucks to go to Oh, hell, that's cheap. Yeah, uh, and, and he spent, you know, most of the labors for tears and fucking taking the heads out of the goddamn motor. It took me a country eight hours to pull both heads. Damn, really? A lot of work, dude. We had to pull the exhaust. I had to drop the steering wheel column out of the way. Where it comes through, it bolts in and turns the front wheels. I had to disconnect that so the header would drop out. Then it's got all that electronic shit on top. I had to unhook all that. So I unbolt it, not unhook, unplug it. That's all these like brackets. Then I unbolt uh, the brackets. Robert Sheldon, Richard, Satran, 
Mr. Some others used to conduct voice draft analysis on members groups. Yeah, but you know, Tom Metzger left an open line for the Fed. Uh, when he got bucks and he what was that? He was running some skin that through. And uh he left up he when he went to jail he just left the website open and gave handed it over to the Fed and let them rifle through his membership. But everybody was emailing him to his website. I mean you know, when you say you're the Aryan Nation and we've had our phone numbers out there on the uh, uh, website. People would call you and ask you what you needed to do to get it. What, do I got to kill people to get into the Aryan Nation? No, sir, you do not have to. <laughs> we don't even ask you to beat people up. I mean, you might be served beers and taken out garbage and vacuum in the clubhouse floor and uh, wipe the down table. might be down there watching the bikes, you might be watching the door, uh, door duty, just a number of different jobs, but never do we send anybody off to do crime. No, hell no. Yeah, Mester was pretty impressive in the 70s and 80s, so he got bumped and turned into a rat. Tom Messer? Yeah, and I, uh, I guess Stu was talking about him here. And, uh, you know, a lot of these guys were good, but then when the people within their group, that's the biggest thing you got to stand on. Everything's got to be done 100% legal. As soon as one guy starts committing crime, they act like it came from an order from the top or something, and everybody goes to jail. And, I mean, this may be our last chance to fight power or anything. Um, you know, much fun it is being fucked wild and crazy and doing whatever the fuck you want. Uh, it ain't going to work here, man. We got to do everything 100%. But it's just got to be that way. That's all. I, I, we, we can't stress it enough. But, I mean, even... We've guys go for different reasons. I mean, we've asked them if some guys had a truck problem, and they didn't see it, but you see it. And everybody else sees it, but them. And then when you tell them, bring it to their attention to see if we can help them, maybe get them into some rehabilitation or, or something, and, and then uh, uh, help, help you out until you get out and get your head on straight. But, Yeah, that's fucking funny. Yeah. Something did a test on a group. Uh, a group one person jumped up and ran through a plate glass window, never to be seen again. Now, uh, the light, light test does the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's no lie. That's well, give me a second, man. I'll be right. I'll be right back. Yeah. And then later on, you know, big guys that were. Supposedly, like Goulet, Bradley Jenkins, that said they were in the Aryan Nations with Reverend Butler. 
not too many people remember seeing them there. And Goulet, yes, but, you know, uh, they, they were always up the bat because these dogs were fucking up. So, uh, I mean, it's just, most of them that got all this memorabilia from the Aryan Nation, from the from Reverend Butler's Aryan Nation, are these. They stole this from him. Uh, they, they stole it from a sick man dying to bed. Right out of the right through the ship. They went to pass away and, and see what he might have left them. Probably the guys who were stealing from him, they wouldn't have gotten up with anything. Uh, oh, I'd like to caught one of them even motherfuckers back in the day. Oh, boy, we would have had fun with these guys. <laughs> I lost him. He had to go do something. Uh, yeah, man. They've all just kind of fucked the animations over in one way or another. And that's and here we are, the sadistic soul, Dennis McGiffin, like he did his time. Dennis McGiffin knows about your body. He's been around the block. He's met Reverend Paul McCockney here. Straight red. He knew the original order. He knew David Lane, David Matthews, all the boys. I mean, he just knew them all. And, uh, and then when he got arrested, he went to the time and got out of prison. Everything they tell you about it. And then they don't hide nothing like they do these other guys. I run into somebody's name and it's earth. They haven't told. They have everything they can about it. They have told. They kind of hide their information, so it's nothing to find. But I'll tell you what, man, uh, a lot of these guys are no good. Petsburg was charging. James uh, said the last time he knew, he wanted to pay for his hotel, drive from California to wherever you're at, and give it $500 cash. Any white power event. That's just right wrong, make your brothers tell a white man pay to hear word. Uh, are you there? Yeah, I'm still here. I, I was bitching about Metzger and all these white groups, how they use the white race. It's just the. <coughs> Consider them a white man. No. No. That's, uh, that's, that's your, uh, what is it, white privilege? 
Yeah. I mean, it's a privilege in what government agencies will still talk you up on their websites like you are the white power leader of, of everything and get people to follow you so you keep telling on them. Is that how that works? Mm-hmm. Those guys got to be privileged because I sure don't feel it. I work hard at this every, every day. I, I'm... Uh, they're doing something uh, around the house that I got work to do for myself, or I'm on the computer, or I'm on the phone, or I'm riding my bike somewhere. Or the call. I mean, just like DJD, you work several hours would be way more than the average man, 70, 80 hours. And uh, yet you still make time for the website and other folks meeting. Uh, just everything that we got to do, background checks. We all work together on that type of stuff. I mean, we are a brotherhood. We are a team. Uh, nobody has a better time to this control. Yeah, it's true. No, hell no. I got to send James the information so he can call in. Okay. Yeah, I'd really like to hear from James. Uh Get him on that write-up he's talking about. I figured that's what it was when she cut out on me in the film. No, that was a bathroom break. Oh, that was a bathroom break. That's what I was off to eat, man. I took my last uh, estimate uh, 5 o'clock, and it makes me kiss. Get it all out of me before bed, though. I'm not up this amount. Yeah. It'll get, you know, prostate problems. It'll become difficult. Then it gets messed up. But, uh, I don't know what I take. Did you have a pin number for this show? Uh, the pin number is 14 That's the show number. Uh, I'll send it to him, see if he can call in. Are you giving him the 605 number? Yeah, 562-0444. Yeah. Yeah, I give it to him. Hey, don't forget to give him the prefix. Yeah, 605? Yeah. Uh, 
Unfortunately, not going to be able to attend. Union. 21 days, and I haven't even got the bonfire built yet. Uh, Are you putting the band in the middle? No. What? What I'm going to do, though, is get out there and clean a good couple fence lines. Clean a couple what? I'll brush up, probably 25, 30 foot tall, and then I'll go get some old bags out of the woods. Around it. <laughs> <laughs> that seemed like our best fire yet when we did it like that. Yeah. And you can't you can't take a picture that even gives it any kind of justice whatsoever. No. No, it's a big fucking fire. You gotta stand way fucking back. It makes daylight for at least a mile. Yeah. Last uh, last year, I actually got to make it to the bonfire, and I said, "Hey, uh, Mel, uh, uh, I said uh, you know, the International Space Station wants uh, some coat hangers and some fucking uh, Hershey Hershey chocolate and fucking marshmallows, so they can make some s'mores. So they can pretty much burn them, burn them off up there." Yeah, it was putting up a hell of a plane, man. We we were back good 100, 120 feet, and it made your face feel like a street. Yeah. Yeah, definitely get one to get a sunburn. Yeah, I was big as a barn easy. Uh, I, I like to have a big mouth fire. Then I had a pretty good-sized fire, campfire. I think probably a, a round TP probably shoulder four and a half, five foot tall. And that started, that kicks off the campground fire, and then I get a nice, good cup of truck hook to put down there. So I can uh, have a campfire with a shoulder on each other. Yeah, we have a good time at the campground. Send him the info. I don't know if he's having problems getting in or what. I know I can't even get into my Facebook to talk to him. Nothing. Laptop. Well, he said that. Mm, he should be calling at any time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hopefully. I can't wait. I like to hear from Jason. Uh, 
Uh, did you, did you uh, send James a uh, request? I told Brooke to do it. Uh, <laughs> poor Brooke.
you know, I'm a busier in hell, and I need to I'll just sit down and try to feed it, try to figure it out. Right. It'll take me some time. I, I, I just haven't had the time to sit there and wait. I've been waking up way early in the morning, 3.30 and 4, the uh, last couple mornings, so it won't be long. I'll, I'll, I'll get up, and I'll pull it up, and I'll... Oh, it's just something that I thought I had down, and then they changed up the whole format to make it hard uh, to figure out. Not too bad, but you got to work for it. After I do it a couple more times, it'll be real easy. No, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I like because we got a clearer connection. I like the way the chat room goes. You can put pictures and everything else up in there. Uh, got easier access to the internet. I can share my screen. Share screen. Like that. <coughs> Tear the heads off. I'll stand right here and talk to you. 
show you what we got to do. And sometimes it takes two guys, you know, you need a second hand in there, a third hand. And, uh, uh, it helps a lot to have somebody there with you working on it. And, uh, so he went ahead and tore it apart. We're going to put it back together, put the heads back on. I mean, we're down to this. And, uh, and everything looks super clean in this motor. I cannot believe it. It's just, I don't know. Money showed up that day. I looked online that day. The truck was there that day. I went and picked it up that day. Yeah. Like, some mess that got a hold of me. You know, the devil does kick it around a little bit. It's, uh, uh, the whole motor... I couldn't go wrong. Even the heads look stupid clean, like, but I think it's sat for a while with a uh, uh, driver on it. Uh, inside of the head, when I took it there to drop the heads off at the shop, he's got these three big vats. He drops motor blocks and everything in there and cleans it before he motors it out or does any work to it. It's a machine shop. And, um, I was telling country about this place over in Marshfield that we drove over there. And he bored out my motor for me, another motor that I had. So I was telling him it's a good shop to take your heads to. I mean, if you know how to pull the heads off, it'll save you almost eight hours of uh, shop time. And, yeah, I get the both heads done for 150 bucks. But, yeah, I got to put the heads back on, too. So, uh, but, uh, when I asked the guy at the shop, he told me bring it in and he'd take the heads off. He'd take them to the machine shop and get, them, get the valve job done. And then he'd put the heads back on the car for me. I said, I could do that. <laughs> uh. Yeah. If that's what you're going to do, I'd rather take it to the machine shop where I know the guy. <laughs> right. Yeah, not some guy that I gotta take your word for it, and I don't even know you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I got lucky there. Uh, I got all, you know, most of the power tools. There's Believe me, there was a lot of wrenching and screwdriver and also, but uh, for the most part of it, I got an air ratchet and, uh, and a, an impact, an air impact, so it made it a lot uh, faster and easier spinning the bolts off. Some of them, you know, the torque on bolts, you got to break them loose first and then hit them with the ratchet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, then now we're gonna work on his his Harley man. Take the tire off, get right down to the case, put the belt on it, put it back together. I picked up a couple of tires today tire shop they don't they didn't want. Uh a one eighty man, it's like dude. Can't believe he didn't want it. We we got two each the country did walk down there for four tires. No, really? yeah. Well, their insurance, a lot of them, tire uh places, their insurance don't cover them to sell 
just a little better than half tread a couple of them. I suppose, give me them stars. He's loading them up in the van. never know when a guy's got a whole fire and it's in a pinch on Saturday night. Sunday morning. Yeah. Can't get a tire till Tuesday because most bike shops are closed on Monday. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? So it's good to have, I'm just going to take them up compound and leave them to see the fellas come by and eat them. One of them's a real nice 180, man. It, it's thick. Uh. Yeah. I think it'll fit uh, these bikes. Yeah, I wish James could figure it out and fall in, man. That would be the shit. Yeah, because I'm about ready to go, bro. I got to get up at 3 a.m. Yeah, you want to call it a night? Well, we got uh, Wooly Manzer on there, which I'm pretty sure is fucking Rabbi Bullet. Yeah, we can. We'll try to get James on here next week, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll show him more about... We'll, we'll get on there and work with him how the show works. Because, I mean, you do kind of work a little bit to figure it out. Yeah. I was, What's that? I, you know, it was without warning. They didn't call you or send you a message telling you that the show format was going to change or, or how to get in it or nothing. It just... Uh, uh, you turned it on, and there it was. Figure it out quick. You know what I mean? And I only do it about 6.30. Oh, I didn't think I was going to be able to finish it that first night. I may not have a show. Uh. All righty, J.D., I'll, you ain't got nothing more to say. I'll, I'm going to see how victory gets the heck off here. No, I'm going to say Hell Victor too. The white power, white pride, roll wine. Okay, Hell Victor, brother. Hell Victor. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.